Hey there, future celeb, and welcome to How to Be Famous with Whitney Uland. I'm your host, Whitney Uland. Now, I'm a big believer that the world would be a better place if more good-hearted people were able to make a massive impact. And if fame is calling to you, then there is an audience for you, and I'm here to show you how to find it. In this show, we are diving into the art of becoming a self-made celebrity. And no, you do not need a million-dollar ad budget or a team of talented agents. You already have the power inside of you, and I'm here to show you how to unlock it. I'm here to help the talented artists, creatives, and influencers tap into what I call celebrity energy so that you can become the magnet for the opportunities, fame, and success that you know that you were born for. But we're not here just for fame for fame's sake. We're about making a positive impact, sharing your unique voice, and ultimately connecting to like-minded souls who also want to make a massive impact. So join me as we explore the stories, secrets, and strategies to help you shine brighter and leave your mark on this world. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and entertained because this process is really about turning your dreams into a reality and finding the audience that is obsessed with you. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and together we will embark on the journey where I show you how to be famous. Hello, future celeb, and welcome to day eight of the Home for the Holidays How to Be Famous Challenge. Today, we are going to be diving into the work that is nervous system regulation. I'm going to be explaining why it's so important and then giving you the number one tool to rebalance and re-regulate your nervous system to feel safe being seen by massive amounts of people. So let's just, as a backup, right? Remember the result that we're creating is an exchange of your consciousness, okay? And so that needs to be, you need to be a really clear channel in order for people to be magnetized to you. If you have fears, you're going to essentially be putting up walls, putting up boundaries between you and between other people, just energetically. People can sense that, right? People can sense when you are closed off. Um, and there are times that that's a really useful thing, right? If you were taking the subway late at night and you didn't feel safe, like I remember when I lived in New York, there were times that I was like, I am intentionally closing off my energy. <laughs> and that is a safety mechanism. And and so often, I mean, really anytime that your energy is closed off, it is a safety mechanism. It is a way of protecting yourself from all of the things that we've talked about, right? Over the last seven days, those societal things, the family stories, the your brain's just natural instincts, the fears of your privacy or of your safety, past painful experiences, right? So all of these things are super valid. And yet we need you, if you if you want to be famous, to be able to create that hyper presence, that flow state, that safety, where people can come into your energy and be absorbed into it, right? Again, I have that free masterclass for the fame formula, which breaks down at an even deeper level, you know, what this exactly is, but essentially for the sake of this training, when you are in this hyperpresence, when you are in this flow state, your electromagnetic field becomes so magnetic that it absorbs, it magnetizes people to you, okay? Your energy becomes so powerful that other people are drawn to you. This is all backed by science. <laughs> there are studies that show that our electromagnetic field, like, and if you're, if you're like, okay, what the fuck is Whitney talking about? You have gone completely off the rails and completely lost me. It, let me just break it down here. So basically, if you think about at the subatomic level of of every particle is just made up of energy, right? So at the subatomic level, everything around us is just made of the exact same thing, and that is energy. And the same goes for us as humans, right? And 
the Western world mostly sees a person as being their physical form, right? What is in their body. We see the edges of a person's skin as being a person. We see that as a whole complete person. Now in Eastern, you know, cultures and religions, people are seen as their soul, right? Their spirit, their consciousness. And now, now we have studies proving that that energy, the energy of whatever you want to call it. Some people think it's just your brainwaves. I personally think it's our soul or our spirit, right? But whatever you think that that is, like literally science doesn't have a definition for it. (laughs) Science, all science can say is that there are energy field that we can be like that can be measured. Okay. That's really all that, that science can say is that, and okay, this is actually, I am going to do a little bit more of a tangent on this because I find this stuff so freaking interesting. So what happened? So basically again, at the subconscious or I'm sorry, at the subatomic level, all of us are just made of energy and that energy extends beyond our physical body. There are just like how you can measure light waves and heat waves. You can also measure the electromagnetic field of a person And again, science, a a lot of scientists are like, oh, that's probably brain waves. Um, The spiritual community thinks it's your soul. Whatever you think it is, whatever serves you. (laughs) I'm a big believer of choose the stories that serve you. Um, I personally will use the word soul for the sake of this podcast because that's my personal belief. So our souls have can be measured beyond just our physical bodies. And what I think is so fascinating is that the average person their electromagnetic field extends about six feet around their actual physical form, meaning that the average person's electromagnetic field can be measured six feet away from them in any and every direction. Now, the study that I listened to about this was on NPR. I wish I would have saved it, but it was back in um, 2021. And this particular study was talking about how these electromagnetic fields can be measured and that the pandemic gave each of us a natural cleanse and a natural reset. Because if you remember, we were all supposed to isolate and be six feet apart, right? So it's so funny. And like, it's it's interesting, right? That that six feet, it's like, that's how far you can sneeze or whatever. I think that's where the CDC came up with that number. But that's also how far each person's electromagnetic field or soul or brainwaves can be traced by these like I I don't actually even know the name for the tools, right? I'm not a scientist. Um, But all of this to say, so when the pandemic happened, it gave everyone kind of a natural cleanse to be able to clear their energy. And so in addition to having additional time at home, having access to the internet, seeing all of the like travesties that were happening in the world, all of the injustices, right, of George Floyd, of seeing how horrible the whole pandemic was for the world and how, you know, how so many people were failed throughout that time, those things were all impacting our consciousness, right? Like a hundred percent. If you are a person listening to this, my guess is that was a time for reflection and introspection and, um, you know, adjusting your priorities and things like that. But it also made a, it literally gave your energy field a chance to reset. It gave all of ours a chance to reset. And the reason that I had actually looked into this study was because I, at the time during the pandemic, I lived in New York City and I used to be so lit up by New York City and I loved it. And after the pandemic, I just always felt tired. And the study was was looking into why and their, con- their like hypothesis or conclusion from, I guess, this study was that when all of our electromagnetic fields were um, rebalanced and we had that like cleanse, we 
we're no longer used to people constantly invading our space and in invading our electromagnetic fields. So like, for example, when I lived in New York City, I was constantly just used to having my energy field being bombarded by people. There was literally a time when I was living in New York City, I was on my way to a callback and a unhoused woman literally punched me in the stomach, walked up to me, punched me in the stomach. And I had to walk into this callback and they were like, how are you doing? And I immediately just started crying. Um, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. Someone just punched me. I'm okay. I'm just really shaken. Anyway, I booked it. Um, it was an awesome job that I shot for CNN. <laughs> and I got to meet uh, Governor Cuomo, which we will not discuss at this any further questions at this time. But um, it was a very fun experience regardless um of the shoot not not being punched in the stomach but literally my physical safety and space had been invaded but just imagine how often my energy field had been invaded by people every time i got on the subway right every time i was just in other people's energies and so being in c celebrity energy is when you you again are in that hyper presence where your energy field is actually just so clear that other people get absorbed into yours instead of you being absorbed into theirs. Does that make sense? So that was such a long tangent and really has not that much to do with nervous system regulation. But I do think that it just bears, you know, emphasizing because the work of being a artist, creative or influencer is being able to turn that on no matter what. And I used to like, I feel like before I did all this work of really studying specifically celebrity, how to be famous, energy, like, you know, all of those things, I knew there were times that I tapped into it, right? Probably some of y'all can relate when we did that, that example of like, what does it feel like in your body that we could probably find the times where you had tapped into that. But for me, it was so dependent on my current circumstances, right? If I was surrounded by people who loved me, if I was having a good hair day, if I was, if I had like, I, I don't know, just it was so depend. It felt like it was completely out of my control whether or not. And I didn't even necessarily know when I was in it. And it wasn't something that I was even really that conscious of. It was just like, oh, sometimes I have good auditions and then other times I don't was kind of like my experience of it. And that's just like a really um, unprotected way to be existing if what you do for a living is to exchange that consciousness. It's a like uninsured is the word that like is coming to mind right now. I feel like there's a better word and I'm sure I'll think about it, but it's, it's just not it, like, for example, when I was in, let me think back. When was it? The year that my dad died was 2016. So that year was like one of the worst years of my life. It was my mental health was at an all time low, like work was obviously not going well. Well, maybe not even obviously, but like at the time I was like, well, obviously it's not going well, right? I have so much going on in my personal life that I, it was like hard for me to get out of bed, let alone be able to turn it on when I needed to audition, right? And I'm not saying that this is necessarily a cure. It's definitely not. Being able to turn on celebrity energy is not a cure for depression or for mental illness. And yet having the skill of being able to turn it on is what is essentially like insurance for your career, right? So comparing, and I think it's been interesting comparing that year to this year, this has probably, I mean, I don't know if it's like you compare one hard year to another, but like this has also been a really 
really fucking challenging year. In like May of this year, my ex decided he didn't want to be married anymore after we had a baby, right? And so this has been a year of readjusting, figuring things out. Like my personal life arguably has been in the most shambles this year than it ever has been. And yet, because I know how to turn it on (laughs) and turn on the it factor when I need it, I have, my business has taken off in a way that it never has before. Now, if you think about like the celebrities who you admire, do you really think that Taylor Swift has been having a good day every single time that she went on for the heiress tour? Absolutely not, right? Like maybe there are some actor celebrity. Well, I actually, <laughs> I will not name names, but I know for a fact that there are celebrity actors who are dependent on whether or not they are having a good day, right? These are typically, I was actually just listening to a podcast one of my clients sent me. Those are typically people that need an entourage around them because they don't have that skill of being able to turn it on and to be able to be in that hyper presence. They just are relying on whether or not they're having a good day. And so they constantly need an entourage of people telling them how amazing they are, right? That's not real confidence and that's not what I would argue a sustainable confidence. And that's why with all of this, it's like, again, fame is neither good nor bad. Being able to tap into celebrity energy is neither good nor bad. But having that foundation of knowing how to do it so that you can, so that this is a part of your job, right? Like, I think that's what's so challenging or can be and was for me for so long as an artist is that if your livelihood is depending on how your week is going, like, that's just not, that's just not fucking sustainable. Right. And so being able to tap into celebrity energy, to turn it on when you need it and when it is advantageous to you, that is job security. So all of this to say, let's talk about the nervous system regulation. So when you have these subconscious thoughts telling you that it is not safe to be seen, those thoughts, remember our thoughts create our feelings. Those feelings are going to be negative. You're going to feel bad when you're having these these thoughts these stories right and the inclination that most of us have when something feels bad is to try and feel good right now maybe that sounds overly simplistic but I want you to stay with me so when we're thinking a negative thought if you maybe you've identified all of these stories and you're like oh my god my my brain is telling me it's not safe to be seen oh then I must just think it is safe to be seen Now, with some thoughts, that works. That can be an easy thing. Once you have that awareness, you can shift into a new belief. Um, That's essentially what affirmations are. And that's why I don't actually teach or recommend affirmations to my specific client base. If you're a person who has done a bunch of manifesting and it just hasn't worked, this is why. Um, My work is so tailored to artists, creatives, and influencers. And we have two very specific things. One is that we're highly creative. And anytime you have a strength and it is it goes into overdrive, then it is going to become your biggest weakness. So if you have a strength of creativity, that's fucking amazing. You like should use it. But when it goes into overdrive, it is going to become your biggest downfall. You are going to find really creative ways of self-sabotaging yourself, of telling yourself that you can't do it, of giving yourself 
evidence and talking yourself out of things that are actually important to you. The second thing is that you as an artist, creative or influencer have a heightened emotional sensitivity, meaning you are more emotionally attuned to your needs and other people's needs than most people. So that also those two combined, that is why if you've been into manifestation or you've, you feel like you've tried everything, that's why these things have not worked for you. Because again, when you have a negative thought and uh, so many manifestation coaches or teachers or whatever are they focus so much on moving into the positive thoughts now i want you to think about a a number now if we had a negative number negative nine and you wanted to move to a positive number to positive nine you would have to go you couldn't just go from negative nine to positive nine you would have to go you would have to slide negative nine eight seven six five four three two one zero and then you could continue to build to that positive right you could then build up to positive nine that is the same thing with your brain. So if you have a negative thought, anytime we have a, a negative thought, our body has a very real chemical reaction. Cortisol increases, adrenaline increases, our heart rate increases, right? Even if these thoughts are subconscious. Now, if you are then having this very real chemical reaction in your body, and then you start telling yourself positive thoughts, then you are just gaslighting yourself. And when your body is t- saying one thing and your brain is saying another, that is when your body goes into gridlock and it becomes an internal war zone. So instead of going through each of these and trying to change the way that you are thinking, what I want you to do instead, and this is going to be today's exercise because this is going to be, and of course there are, again, there are so many tools for nervous system regulation. There are countless, of course I have my own proprietary methods that I do teach my clients, but regulating your nervous system is not something that I invented, right? Like, of course, again, I have my own ways of doing it and they are very specific to creating fame, but that is something that you can, you know, like that is breath work, that is meditation, that is yoga, that is uh, acupuncture, that is, you know, like somatic healing, all of those things. Um, However, um, for the sake of this, I do just want to say that this is the fastest way to get your brain and your body to start working together instead of working against each other. So for today's exercise, I want you to go through all of the worksheets from the past. And instead of trying to change the thoughts and change the stories that you have, I want you to literally go through each of these with a fine tooth comb and instead give yourself compassion for why these thoughts were here. Okay. What were these thoughts protecting you from? How do they keep you safe? Why does it make sense that you learned these, right? Where did you pick these up? And instead of judging yourself or blaming yourself or trying to resist that negative emotion, give yourself compassion for why your brain has been offering you these thoughts over and over and over again. Um, I hope this was helpful. I'm so excited to chat with y'all tomorrow. Um, Let me know what questions you have, how this exercise went for y'all. I am so grateful for you. Again, as I mentioned, this has been arguably the hardest year of my life and I am like could not do it without y'all. So thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I seriously feel like I have the best community in the entire fucking world. And I just want that to be a reminder for y'all that that is possible for you too. Okay. I am not a unicorn. I tried and failed at all of this so many fucking times that like I was like if, if I could figure this out, I promise that you can too. Um, thank you for being here and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.
And that's a wrap on another episode of How to Be Famous. If you found today's episode to be helpful, then make sure to subscribe and leave me a review or tag me on Instagram at Whitney Uland. Your feedback helps me to continue making empowering content. And if you're ready to be the next big thing and you want to take this work even deeper and work with me directly to become a self-made celebrity, then head to the link in the show notes where you can learn how to coach with me directly. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or gossip, then feel free to slide into my DMs. They are always open. I'm at Whitney Uland on TikTok and Instagram. I always love hearing your stories, celebrations, and wins. And remember, this is not about fame for fame's sake. It's about making a positive impact, bringing your dreams to life, and inspiring people along the way. Stay inspired, stay ambitious, and most importantly, stay true to your authentic self. Until next time, I'm Whitney Uland, and this is How to Be Famous with Whitney Uland.